All right. Hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here, and we are back for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. And of course, we are joined, as always, by the great, you know him, you love him, meteorologist oh, Andrew is. Gordon. Yes. Oh, it's because oh, he got jokes. Now we got jokes. We got jokes. Track. Oh, Dave, it's that, been a that a was fun supposed one. to be serious. It wasn't really a joke. I mean, oh, now we got random music playing. I'm messing with our soundboard here. Yeah. We're still figuring out. We haven't labeled them all yet. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week. You know, humidity's been relatively low. Great beach weekend here. Cutter was just out there on Tybee talking about the the forecast. But Dave, we've got a few things to talk about. Of course, tropics and heat. So if you're listening to this and uh, let you know when are we recording this, we're recording this on Friday, May 21st. And what we're watching is uh, a lot of heat coming up here as we move on into the weekend. Now, uh, we've been seeing these winds still with a high pressure to the north of yes. us, an onshore flow. Now, that's been nice. It's been keeping us with more seasonable temperatures. Mm-hmm. If anything, actually a little bit below average for the beginning half really of the week. Yeah. Things are going to start to change. The high pressure is going to be expanding, and we're looking at the winds changing more of an offshore flow to the wind. And that's really going to start to warm us up, mostly starting Sunday, and then a lot, pretty much all of next week. We're going to see those temperatures climb back up into the mid to upper 90s. So you have a little bit of a heat wave coming across our area. Yeah, we really do. So just if you don't like the heat, I, you know, it is that time of the year. It's going to get hot, not, not even just warm. When you get in the mid to upper 90s, it's just hot out there. And some areas, you know, inland west of Savannah could get close to 100. You know, it's not, I'm not. You know, it, it, it's just a possibility to talk oh, about. Oh, sure, definitely. And, you know, we're going to have a heat index to talk about as well. I, I mean, the hottest that, that it's ever been here since I've lived and worked here in over three years was in May. So it's weird that you're like, oh, we think, oh, August, September. But, no, it, it's been over 100 here in May before. So We had that stretch there yes, at the end of May. Was, Day. That, was it last year or the year it before? Was two years, two ago. years ago. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, those heat index values were through the roof. They're like, I think they were like 115 to 120 right on the beach. I I don't know. The sensors get a little weird, so you don't know if it's like how accurate that is. But the fact that it's even putting out that possible solution just right. goes to show how hot it was. Yeah, and we can tell that our heat indexes are going to be going. We can always look at that. If you're ever watching and, and looking at a seven-day forecast, you can see how much humidity is in the air just by looking at the numbers for the most part. If you've got sunshine and you see those morning temperatures into the 60s, that's not so bad. Once those morning temperatures start getting in the 70s, that means your dew points, which tell you how much moisture is in there, is probably in the low 70s as well. And that's what we're going to be seeing coming up here heading on into next week. And that's when it starts to get that summertime stickiness, mugginess into the air. Your temperature can match your dew point, but your temperature can't go below your dew point. No, it cannot. That's the point in which dew forms, which means your air is saturated and it is gross. Yes. So with clear skies, you can always tell what your morning lows are because the temperature will always drop down to what the dew point is. So dew points are still in the 60s here. We've been seeing even some uh, 50s for some inland areas. Manageable. Very nice. We'll take it. Yeah. Highs in the 80s. We've had a very nice spring this Mm -hmm. year with the temperatures. I think we've only had 90 twice this year. Yeah. Less than a handful of times, at least for Savannah. And it actually felt like we had a spring. Now, yes. some days it felt like spring, then fall, then summer. Yes. But we did have somewhat of a consistent spring in the mix as well, which I don't know that we always get. So, right. I feel like now, though, everyone's going to be like, oh, where'd spring go? And we're jumping into summer because we've got a string of 90s on the way. Yeah, well, we're, we're getting close to June. I mean, come on. You kind of have to, to be expected, right? Our the, average high is 86. I mean, we're in the 90s. 
I mean, it, it, we expect it to be get hot. Not quite upper 90s, but that's something we'll have to deal with here next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll be watching that. And, of course, whenever we're talking mid to upper 90s, usually that means something's brewing out in the Atlantic or the Gulf or there's something that code within the next few days. And, you know, there are a couple areas of interest already. Yeah, and it's usually a little bit early. Uh, now, we've always said that hurricane season begins June 1st. That's usually typically when... Uh, our first some type of tropical area we'll have to watch develops in the Atlantic Basin, which includes the Atlantic Ocean, the Caribbean, and into the Gulf of Mexico. Now, the last six years, we've been seeing systems develop before that. So this year, their National Hurricane Center is doing something different. They are issuing, they started issuing their hurricane outlooks on May 15th because you want to make sure that everybody gets the correct message. So definitely want to make sure they have that. And right on cue, we have two areas that we are watching. One we've been keeping our eyes on for the past couple of days. That's Northeast of Bermuda. What's going to happen is it's a non-tropical area of low pressure. It's going to move back to the West a little bit, still to the North and East of Bermuda. And it's going to encounter a little bit more warmer waters, slightly warmer. So it's got a slight chance to try to develop into something. It's got a slight window of opportunity really for the weekend before it works back out to the Northeast into cooler waters, more upper level winds will be coming in at that time. So it's got a small window of opportunity to develop into something, but it could be our first named system of the season. If it's subtropical or whatever, it would be Anna, but maybe not, maybe something might beat it. You never know. I mean, we're looking down in the Gulf as well. This yeah. this is not, you know, it's a very small window for this one uh, for to it for it to develop. But either way, it looks like clouds getting thrown up into Texas as well as potentially some flooding rain. You know, I, neither of these that are out there would impact us in any really way, shape, or form. But it is early. We'll talk about them. We always talk about them because we are going to know what's going on, and we want you guys to come to us whenever there's something that could affect us. So, yeah, we, we're sitting here talking about these uh, systems out there, and they're not coming our way. But No, by the time most of you even hear this podcast, something else. the one in the Gulf, the one yeah. in the Gulf, it'll be tonight. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, once it moves inland, it's done. It's got a small window. If you're one of the first viewers, then congrats. Yeah. The listeners. Yeah, more first listeners. But, uh, you know, it's always good to be prepared. We're not even officially into hurricane season and uh, the, NOAA has released, finally, their, their outlook yeah. of what they expect the hurricane season to look like. They released it on uh, yesterday, the 20th. It was yesterday, you know, and it, it gets a little wordy with the numbers because we kind of have a, a range here given to us by NOAA. And it says that their specific forecasters predict a 70% chance or likelihood of there being and the range of 13 to 20 named storms, which would be less than last year. We had 30. Mm -hmm. Um, Six to 10 of those 13 to 20 would be hurricanes based on their forecast. And then of those, three to five of them would be major hurricanes. So hopefully we go on the low end of this projection. You know, these numbers, you know, there is a lot of science that goes into a forecast. You know, it kind of seems like it's more of like, hey, we're painting with a broad brush here with this forecast, but we're just communicating to you the information that we're getting from NOAA. Right. And those numbers, if you're wondering how they compare to, they're going to be slightly above average uh, of what they're talking about. The new average for uh, hurricane seasons here is 14 name storms. Uh, of those 14, seven of those go on to become hurricanes. And then of those 
three of those are go on to become major hurricanes, meaning category three or higher. Right. So that is what we see on an average season going back uh, over the past uh, 20, 20 years, 30 years, 30 years, 30 years from they just switched it now from this year, 90, 1990. From 1990 to 2021, 2020, 20. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, that goes back to the debate of when does a decade end and when does it start? Is it whenever you get to the zero or the one? Right. So, yes, but you know, every, you, you replace that with, with the 30 year average, the climatological average and Pretty much what that means is that up until this year, we were going based on from what would that be like 1970 to or 1980 to 2010. 1980 to 2010. And then we've gathered the data from the last 10 years, moved it up with 1990. And long story short, the numbers are increased within the past 30 years. So that's why we have a higher average. Yeah, exactly. And most of that has happened really in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> been a pretty active, does seem like it's been a bit more stretch active. Stretch of years. I here. mean, you, you go back to the mid-2000s, you had a couple of very busy years when you got into the, the Greek alphabet first, and then we had to deal with that last year. So that definitely played a role in this new 30-year climatological average of above-average hurricanes. They're just kind of bumping up the new averages is right. really what it is. It kind of, you know, I, I don't think I'm doing a great job of communicating it, but you take an average of these storms over 30 years and we've gone into a new decade. So we bump up the timing of that. Right. So, yeah, I think it made sense. Good enough. I, I understood if what not, you were saying. If not, reach out to me. We'll, we'll have a talk about I it. I understood what coffee. you were saying. Thanks, uh, Dave. Noah is, is saying um, the reason for their prediction of slightly above average uh, season this year and there's a couple different reasons. They're looking at sea surface temperatures, which are running a little bit above mm-hmm. normal, and more of, a, let's say, a, a lack of an El Nino, almost more of a neutral phase that we're in, and possibility of a slight El, La Nina developing. And what that means, basically, is that we're going to have a better chance for as these storms or areas of clusters of showers and storms, which try to develop, there's a better chance that these can continue to grow because we'll have lighter winds aloft, which doesn't really tend to rip apart the tops of those storms. Right. And you'll hear us talk about wind shear and you've got directional wind shear and you've got speed shear. So directional is just a change in wind direction at a height. So it could be southerly at the surface, westerly 5,000 feet up. You know, it just, that's one of the reasons we get a vertical profile of the atmosphere with these weather balloons and drop songs and all these sorts of things. So we know what the wind is doing above us, not just if you're, you know, two meters above the ground on a typical weather station here. Um, also, the speed share is very similar. It's just the change in speed with height. So when you have those lower level winds, like Dave was just talking about, that's a less likelihood of the tops of these thunderstorms to kind of get sheared off, as we call it, kind of just think of like garden shears cut off the top of these clouds because when you do that you kind of cut off the updraft and how these clouds breathe and and perform so if you have that in place then it makes it a bit more favorable that's just one variable but it is one that goes into the overall forecast of what NOAA gets you know puts their numbers out from right and and you could take these outlooks uh, with a grain of salt here because yeah. even though if, even if they were predicting a uh, below average season, it doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to get hit or we're not going to get hit. And I say this every year. I use the example for uh, Hurricane Andrew uh, was the year which devastated South Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a, a very, very quiet season, but it only takes one storm to make a huge impact. Tired of name. Think about that. that was August and you, you got an A. You know? Yeah. 
That's how crazy. We're really but quiet. Also, I don't have any bones to pick, but I do want to. Sounds like you do. Uh, it's, it's just, it's <laughs> more. Anybody says I don't have any bones uh, to pick. Uh, got a here bone comes a bone. Yeah, get, get your napkins out. So it, I think that, you know, a lot goes into the science and improving technology, right, of what we can see out in the ocean. And a lot of these, like, late season storms or whatever will get classified when, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago they wouldn't have because these satellites that we have up there now can detect these features of is it subtropical, is it tropical, what is the satellite estimated wind speed within the system that is in the middle of the ocean and is never going to touch anything. Right. It's still there. It's in the Atlantic Basin. That's what they forecast for. But I do think that, you know, whenever you've got improved technology, you can see better, you're going to see more storms. So that's one of the reasons why we got up to 30 last year. Was it a very busy year? Yes. But also we could, you know, some of these storms that were classified weren't actually investigated, you know, in person by hurricane. There were, and there was a few subtropical, I right. believe, right? But no, it's, it's great to have this information, but I'm just, I just wanted to kind of clarify, like some of these storms in the past, you know, they're out there in the middle of nowhere and not every storm that's, that gets named could be a major hurricane even does right. not mean it's going to affect land. So just because these numbers are out there, that doesn't mean like, oh, you've got three to five catastrophic hurricanes that are going to hit the United States. That's not no, what that means. No. That means that they think that's how many will form altogether. And if it hits land, it's going to be awful. Oh, of course. But there's no guarantee that any of these will even, you know, scrape the coast. Well, will something, sure. We already have stuff we're watching now, but nothing wild. But it just goes to, to say, like, you know, kind of understand where the numbers come from. Not all of them are... 30 landfalling tropical systems no. in the Caribbean or United States. Like, that, like It's not how it works. Right. That's why when we say these are for the whole Atlantic Basin and right. the Atlantic Ocean, that includes the Atlantic Ocean, the Caribbean, and the Gulf of Mexico. So you got three bodies of water there that are going to encompass this prediction from NOAA. So that's just what we deal with here for uh, hurricane season. It's always oh, the time of the year we're on know, edge. The, when we're uh, wrapping up hurricane season, they'll be playing, uh, you'll be switching over to Christmas music on the radio again. You know, I still haven't stopped listening to Christmas music. That's all right. I love it. I'm all for Christmas it. music, I uh, listen to it uh, almost every other day, a little bit. Whatever makes you happy, though, you know? It's not illegal. <laughs> no, it's got not. Dave laughing. Half the time he's wearing no, Christmas not. socks anyways. Uh, I don't have any on today. I just got blue, plain old blue. All right, well, next time. Next week we'll have uh, Christmas socks on. There you go. All right, well, yeah, that, you know, I think we, I got into it a little bit. It's just one of those personal things. It's more like the people on social media try to explain to them, like, yeah, these numbers are boosted up, but it's because it's like, imagine putting on a new pair of glasses. You're going to see better, right? But that goes into the overall numbers, but that doesn't equate to impact. It, it's kind of like when we see like all these, all these new uh, tornadoes and stuff like that. Well, a lot of times back in the day, nobody lived out where a lot of these uh, tornadoes yeah. are occurring. We got more people now moving to where these... Mm -hmm. Uh, where they were before, and we have the technology to see what's out yeah, further away. So, of course, we're going to be reporting more tornadoes. We can see now more in the Atlantic, more hurricanes. Right, and definitely. Stuff like technology. And, you know, you, everybody's got a doorbell camera, or a lot more people do, even from the last couple of years. So that's going to be able to capture things. Some people have dash cams. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody has a camera on their phone these days. So there are just more eyes on the sky. So it's going to seem like there are more weather events happening to some extent. Well, we'll get one with that. We'll get ready and we'll see what happens as we get to next uh, podcast. We'll be officially into hurricane season. So sure we'll see if it uh, remains pretty quiet, knocking on knocking wood on right there. Real wood, I think. And uh, I think it's real wood. I, think I it don't is. think it's particle board. It's no, it's just real wood. Nice. Uh, all right. I think that wraps up for today. Andrew, you good? 
I'm I'm great. Looking right. forward to uh, some warmer weather. Not maybe as long as it might stick around, but it is Savannah. Bring, I'm bring it looking on. Looking forward to a nice quiet. Actually, going to do a little bit of painting this weekend. Nice. Finish the painting in the upstairs, and that's pretty much it for me. I'll be here holding down the fort. Why well, we all appreciate that. I love it. All right. Well, thanks thanks for uh, for tuning in again here, Dave. Close yeah. it on out. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. <laughs> On this uh, miscommunication edition I love it. of uh, the First Alert Weather Podcast. <laughs>